last last year you guys were uh, fourth in the NFL in red area defense. This year there's quite a bit uh, a drastic fall off, and I'm wondering from your perspective what you've seen in red area defense and how do you go about um, improving that area, whether it's personnel or scheme related. Yeah, but. Uh, unfortunately that's yeah that's true it's an area we need to we need to work harder in just need to do a better job of coaching it and need to do a better job executing it um and try to save those points and, and keep them off the board so just as always it comes down to team defense it's not any one thing um it's all of us doing a better job and so start starts with the coaching staff and me and we got a scenario we need to tighten up. And, what, and if I could follow up, Bill, what what do you see as uh, the characteristics of a good or a solid red area defense? Um, yeah, what's, I mean, it's really everything. Stopping the run down there, getting them in third down, playing well in third down, getting them off the field on on there, in third down the red area. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. Our next question, Jim McBride, followed by Mike Reese. Uh, good morning, Coach. Uh, Hi, I'd say the, old, I, the old saying is, is you want to be playing your best football at Thanksgiving. And, and to that end, is there an added benefit to having the, the bye week right before Thanksgiving or this late in the season? Um, well, I think everybody always appreciates the bye whenever it comes. Um, so... We, we can't control it, whatever the schedule is, it is. Um, we try to take this week to um, productively use the time and work on the things that we need to work on and, and be ready for the, the challenges that we have coming up ahead. So hopefully we'll be able to, to do a good job of that. Thank you. You're welcome. Our next question, Mike Reese, followed by Phil Perry. Thanks, Stacey. Um, Bill, the last couple games, um, Chris Hogan has, has played quite a bit, hasn't seen the ball coming his way that often. I'm just curious if what stands out to you as to, you know, maybe why the that has been the case uh, with Chris. Yeah, it, it's the same thing every week, Mike. So... Each week we pick out a player that doesn't have as many carries or targets or whatever, and then ask about that. As I said in the passing game, passes aren't designed to go to one person. It's a team route based on the coverage and the matchups. Tom goes to where he feels his best place to go in the coverage. The bad, bad question. Really see that change, and I think Tom does a good job of that. So. I could I could easily change in a hurry if the coverage was different on the same play. Ball could go to somebody different than who it did went to in the game. And we, I mean, we talk about this every week. Just pick out a different guy, and it's the same question. And it's the same answer. Yeah, it was a bad, bad worded question. I, I probably should have asked it more directly. Do you still feel, I guess, that Chris is doing what he did in the past when maybe there was? more production coming his way, meaning like, is, it, is he still running good routes? Um, are you still seeing productive stuff in that area, even when the ball is not coming his way? 
I think all of our receivers have had production when they've had an opportunity um, to be productive, and we have confidence in all of them, and that's why they're out there. So hopefully our, our entire passing game and our entire offense will be more productive than it's been the last couple of weeks. And, and and he's had, you know, now in his third year with you, How have you noticed anything in terms of, like, how he's handling just the last – the production being down? Like, have you noticed a difference at all in just his approach and, and his how he's how he's handling that? No, Chris works hard. He's, he's one of our hardest workers. He's got good stamina, can, can practice and go all day, um, so – we have a lot of we have a lot of confidence in Chris and, and our entire offense. We just we need to be more productive in every area. Points, running the ball, throwing the ball after the catch. Um, pretty much, you name it. Our ball security has been better the last couple of weeks, but we just we need we need more production. Okay, appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Our next question, Phil Perry, followed by Bob Sosie. Hey, Bill, we've uh, we've asked you in the past about how uh, continuity along the offensive line has helped you guys. Um, and so I'm wondering with, you know, Shaq obviously being out the last few weeks, how you've seen that unit um, adapt to that change. I know there have been multiple changes along the line at different points, uh, but particularly at right guard with, with Ted filling in, how have you seen um, – that group would adapt to that switch and maybe how you've seen the players on either side of that spot, David and, and uh, Marcus lately um, kind of help things with Shaq out. Right. Well, um, you know, we've had a little bit of, a little bit of that at tackle um, as well with LA uh, Marcus and, and Trent and then um, Ted playing guard. And he started a couple games for us last year when David was out. So when you only have seven linemen at the game, there are a lot of different combinations there. Um, and we practice those every week so that, um, that we have our guys ready for that if that situation were to come up. So um, I think we, like I said, we've had a lot of snaps at it. We work at it. Um, it could certainly be better. We can definitely improve on it. And, um, we know that that's, you know, unfortunately that's part of the game and everybody has to be ready to go. And I'm sure that we'll have to deal with some element of, of juggling an offensive line a little bit here. Um, you know, point again this year, um, hopefully not, but realistically that's, that's probably something that will come up. So we'll just have to prepare for it. Thanks. You're welcome. Next question, Bob Sosi, followed by Evan Lazar. Uh, thank you, Stacy. Good morning, Bill. Hi, Bill. Bill, uh, one of the stats that uh, certainly caught me by surprise in looking at uh, the scoring differential is in the first and third quarters. I think it's minus 30 overall in those two quarters. And as you look to improve in, in all areas as a football team, uh, what are some of the factors that can turn those trends around and, and put the team on the plus side? in the first and third quarters in particular. Right. Well, we've, we've looked at that, and I don't think there's any magical solution. It really comes down to our execution of the plays. Um, 
whatever they happen to be, runs, passes, play actions, outside, inside. It's If we execute the plays well, we gain yards. And if we don't, um, then, then we don't. So um, just our overall uh, coaching and playing execution of whatever it is that we run, whenever we run it, whether it's in the first quarter or fourth quarter. Um, you know, we've had plenty of success uh, when when things are done correctly and, and efficiently, and when they're not, uh, then we don't have the same results. So that's really what it comes down to. Thank you. You're welcome. And it looks like our last question will be from Evan Lazar. Go ahead, Evan. Hey, Coach. I uh, just wanted to ask for your impressions so far this season of Coach Flores uh, calling plays and uh, how you've kind of seen him put his imprint on the defense. Well, I think our coaching staff works works very hard in all areas, offense, defense, special teams. Um, you know, they all are really diligent and, and uh, you know, grind it out. Uh, Brian's responsibilities are a little bit different than they were last year. He's worked really hard at it. And uh, I think he's he's done a real good job. He's got a good presence and good football mind, and um, you know he's, he's done a good job for us. Thanks, coach. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, coach.